What up, gangsters? My name is Inigo Montoya. Movies that you get Shawshank by. Come on, do it, kill me! I guess I just miss my friend. Shawshank. And on your 50th viewing... Shawshank. This movie is everything. Shawshank. Kiss masks, Lee Trevino. Shawshank. One-armed black man named Chump. Shawshank. All right, here we go, folks. We are back, and I say we are back because we have been canceled and we have been renewed thanks to the huge public outcry. Shawshank has returned. Woo-hoo! Thank you all for your letters and your kind words and the pro- the one protest with the four people. That was fantastic. That's right. We're the Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah. of podcasts you've never heard of before. That's right. We were on, uh, what is it, uh, Westwood One. Now we're on Pod 617. So we were on, we were on Who Flicks, and then we were on Net, Net Who. <laughs> And now uh, we're carried by uh, AccuWeather. I, yes. <laughs> you can find <laughs> us on NECN 24 hours a day. I'm your host, Uncle Buck, and uh, let's me, let me introduce you to the cast of characters, the continuing revolving cast of characters. Nick Stevens is here with us. <sighs> this is Jack Burton in the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. <laughs> oh, welcome back, Nick. Uh, Georgie Kep is here. Bling, bling. <laughs> <laughs> Equally as offensive as, uh, as the delivery and the choice of intro lines was the white gangster George, th- look th- that he did, the Drake that you did in here. What was that? That was uh, like Menace to Society, maybe? Uh, that's what you Might are, George. Now, well, we, you're the reason we were canceled the first time. Let's try and keep it clean this time. Uh, we have uh, uh, Donnie D sitting in for us uh, for Maddie Blake, who's not here. Donnie, hello. Are you telling me you bet on the fight in Rocky Three, and you bet against Rocky? Hindsight's twenty twenty, my friend. Well, the first fight. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Uh, guys don't make fun of that you'll, one. You'll make a fine little helper. <laughs> What's your Thank name, you, Donnie? Uh, and then we do have our friend Gary Dorton, who's going to be possibly joining us later. To Gary, come yeah, I love Gary. Hello, Gary. That's, <laughs> he's got nothing for us. Yeah. Uh, producer David, David, thank you for joining us once again and getting this hat to happen. Uh, it is occasionally my pleasure. Thank you, Buck. Producer David, I think that your choice of a California tank top and Spanx was bold, but you know what? It's getting me to respect and pay attention to you at the same I'm time. I'm happy to take them off, Nick, if you'd like, right now. <laughs> Damn, that's sexy <laughs> Flanders. Uh, <laughs> Nick, why are we here tonight? I don't know! What's, what's our podcast subject for this evening? All right, so... To get us into summer movie season, which of course began two months ago with Avengers <laughs> Endgame getting released right after St. Patrick's Day. Uh, summer is here, and there's nothing like summer movie season. And there's a book that everyone said us movie freaks needed to read recently called Best Movie Year Ever. And the subject matter of it is an argument by a film savant, film critic, film buff, if you will, as to why 1999... 1999, no, not the Martin Landau space series that you used to watch on Channel 56 growing up. 1999, the year, is the greatest year in movie history. So I thought, well, let's get us in. This looks like a hell of a summer coming up. Why not present all of our favorite, our greatest years in movie history? All right, way to kick it off there. And so why don't we go ahead and just begin. Let's just jump right into what we feel like our favorite movie years of all time could be. Nick? Please, let's. I, I think actually we should. I think we should uh, defer to uh, Donald batting in the place of Maddie tonight because I think his choice is rather relevant. Nay, it's salient. Topic, oh, actually. It's topical. It's very, very topical. All right. It's funny you should mention that uh, 1999 is my choice. Oh. Without having to read that book, by the way. Read, read, read. read. Uh, no, listen, grammar is optional. Have you out. met George? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I didn't Donald to start the show. Just, no, 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 Donald, go ahead, please. Keep it All up. Right, That's so good. 1999. It's. 
listen, I'm just going to start it off by saying 99 had probably the biggest anticipation of a movie ever, regardless of how the movie was. Mm-hmm. The Phantom Menace. 90, no, I, 99 I was, problems, this was one. Well, <laughs> I right. was camping out for American Beauty in August. Uh, okay. Well, they evolved. <laughs> uh, n- not only did it have The Phantom Menace, it had the genre changing The Matrix. The what? Yeah. The, the matrix. genre changing. Genre, 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 genre exactly. bending. Genre, uh, they were se- later sex changing, the Wachowskis. <laughs> uh, the Matrix would have been my that choice for did, why though. that movie. I mean, that, what a transcendent year. That's what I movie. Yeah. Uh, if you want uh, to go the indie route, Boys Don't Cry, Election, uh, The Blair Witch Project. Election mm. is a great movie. It's a fantastic Election is one of the most underrated movie. movies Probably of all time. One of my favorite Broderick rules. I almost look at it as his big comeback. I mean, he got... He, you know, he, he was huge in Ferris Bueller. Obviously, the the car crash, the fatal car crash in Italy or whatever it was. How did you go from career. Ferris Bueller to <laughs> when then, he killed somebody? Then, no, no, but, I, then, I did, but then he did episode. election. <laughs> well, he did. He was in he the came, freshman in 1990. He, he the with cable Marlon guy. Oh well, yeah, that's right. the cable guy. And but being, Godzilla, right? Yeah, well, cable guy killed him again because cable guy got yeah, destroyed. Bombed, this right. kind of brought him back. I felt. Oh well, and then the producer was a great role. You know what? He went against type, though. Not not that this is the movie that defines the year, but I do right. love all those Larry Alexander movies. Uh, Alexander Payne, excuse me. Uh, he's that uh, that year kind of just went up and down and all over the place. There it's were so like, many seminal had movies that came though. out that year. You want indie movies? You had Being John Malkovich. If you want, uh, how, how about breaking the genre? American Pie. Ameri- yeah, American, well, American Pie, South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut. Um, you had Big Daddy, probably Sandler's best role. Mm-hmm. You had Office Space, one of the yeah. biggest cult classics ever. Greatest sequel okay. of all time. Wow. Nick, Nick always says that if you make 60% back of your budget right. on the sequel, 60% of the money. That's right. How about Austin Powers 2, which like eight-time that... Uh, Hey that, George, if oh, you feel Jesus. like so you work for the post office, right? Is there a box big enough for you to mail yourself back to the stupid factory? <laughs> wow! But Austin Powers too. How much money did that make? Well, how? All right, so how a lot. We all, doesn't we're also mean that in the fact that so, Fight Club was in this year. All right, but it, so this is a perfect example of why oh Donald's pick of 1999 is. Co- I am incorrect. Donald's churning bowel. <laughs> God, Fight Club is Fight, such a Fight good, Club is oh great. Oh my God, David just pulled up something that ends the argument right here and now. This one right here, Nick. Yeah. Hold on. Stand by, please. What's happening? Um, I'm going to have to ask you to go ahead and move your desk again. So if you could go ahead and get it as far back against that wall as possible, that would be great. No. No, because I was... That way we'll have some room for some of these boxes and things we need to put in here. No room. And, uh... Oh. Oh, there it is. What? Here, let me just go ahead and get that from you. All right, so yeah, there it is. There it is, 1999. Let me just go ahead and get that here for you. First of all, Office Mm, Space may be the best comedy to come out of that year. The biggest problem there, nobody discovered it until 2000 in Blockbuster Video. 40 people saw it in the theater. I do remember when I saw it in March of 1999, immediately getting on the phone and calling my then-girlfriend and a bunch of friends back in New York and saying, whatever you're doing now, yes, saw it in the theater. So that shows where your personal life was then. Hey. Now this hey, is going to hey, be wow. a sex burn? I had an, wow. actually an extremely attractive, large-breasted girlfriend at the time. <laughs> Who must have been right, George? Listen, it doesn't matter if four Oh, my God. That's yeah. right. Yes. I Who, remember her. Whose last name was what you aren't. Didn't rhyme. It was. It was an adjective. Shut up. Class the a. point is, Buck. 
Oh, eat me. <laughs> the point That's is... That's what her name was? Yeah. yeah. Boobalicious? Or is that what her shirt's How have you been... One of those Gary Dorton, how have mouth. you been friends with this All guy right. for so long? <laughs> J- Joni Boobalicious. It, it only goes to further point out what an incredible no. year 99 was. All right, let's go ahead, Nick. You seem to be so, uh, you know, expert on these years. What was your pick? What was your big movie year? Well, I'll tell you that there are arguments to be made for 1974. There are arguments to be made for 1977. Okay. 1977, the year Star Wars was released. That's all it needs to have been released. 1979, oh some God, people may go. say. What was your near your neck? Come on. Could be 1994. <laughs> Could be the year 2000. Oh, God. But for me... Could it be 2002? Nope. Okay. That was the year that you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> for me, the... Oh, that was a hell of a year. That for me... That every year. No. I got married I mean, that year. Come on. I mean, uh, there... All right. Can anyone think of a, a really <laughs> down <laughs> year for movies? Did Nick just say that's the year you can go fuck yourself and George said that's the year I got married? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why that's we're that. such a great comedic team. Um, okay. For me, this all goes back to like one of the first Instagrams I ever posted. I found this piece of paper. I don't know why fat young little me must have found this and saved it. A young 12-year-old Nick Stevens, whose dad had just been kicked out of the house for being a complete derelict. Wildly overweight, bar mitzvah mustached with a mullet that just went on for days. Do you know where I took refuge, George? Do you know where my only happy place was? White's Bakery. I was just going to say, it was in front of the TV with a box of wheat thins and a sleeve of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Maybe some Little Debbie's and a pint of... Brigham's chocolate chip so or, or, or peppermint stick. You poor dad. But more importantly, my happy place was the movies. And in, and in 1986, let me just read you from a piece of paper from the Patriot Ledger. Is that Ledger. the movie or your weight? <laughs> uh, sidebar, Donald. <laughs> Do you know who the person who used to go kicking and screaming into the ground round the burger joint that gave free popcorn? Because they used to make all the kids pay what they weigh, and kids would pay like 56 cents, and people were like, hey, Stevens pays a dollar 47. Fatso costs his parents a ton. I read you from the Patriot Ledger. The movie section, one page from July of 1986. George, back me up. They had a movie section? They did. Yeah. Shut up, David. <laughs> I delivered the Patriot Ledger, I'll have you know. There were ads for you. Ready for this? In July of 1986, you could choose to go see the following. Legal Eagles, The Karate Kid Part 2, Ruthless People, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, About Last Night, Running Scared, Back to School, Aliens, and, of course, Top Gun. Oh, and Big Trouble in Little China. They were all in the theater at the same time. That is the greatest year in movie history. Karate Kid uh, Part Two can. can you want me to do the? Dr- kid I'll do the drum method on your head right now. for greatest movie year. Let's just say Kenny Loggins and Michael McDonald were very busy doing theme songs. Yeah, All right, here. Legal yeah. Eagles. Let we me played just, that the other you know night. what? I've got, a, I've got a. I've got a top three. I've got a top three right here. Let me just remind you, just with these clips. You tell me how a summer gets better. Yeah. You hear about ice? What's that? You want another one? Really? I feel the need, the need for speed. So we've got the coolness established with Tom Cruise in one of his most iconic roles, maybe the greatest, as we've discussed here and detailed in our (laughs) podcast, the greatest male movie star. And you've got the single funniest human to ever appear in cinema in what we all believe to be his signature role. Millicent, you look charming. I love your dress. 
Don't you, Thornton? It's such a lovely shade of green. Yeah, if that dress had pockets, you'd look like a pool table. <laughs> you try my tall fat stores. No offense. Wait, in my favorite line ever. May I speak to you privately, please? Watch my sandwich. <laughs> yeah, my own house, I can't get there, a beer. There are YouTube videos on how to make the Thornton melon sandwich from back to school with the olives and hollowing out the bread and the eggs. And wait, and finally, what, jo what George's wife says every morning when she wakes up. What a big dick. away from her, you bitch! Maybe the greatest action movie ever Al made. Aliens Fuck. Is, yeah, okay, all right. Biggest movie star, funniest movie, greatest action movie, all, all the right, same so summer. Aliens so, is certainly one of the great action movies of all time, certainly one of the best horror movies. You can make an argument it's a horror movie, but it's certainly one of the best sequels based mm -hmm. on a classic uh, mm -hmm. original. Uh, and Back to School, I love it. Still, I think we're treading... And in some shallow waters here, fellas. Uh, what are you? So can, can we? Wow. Uh, David, I want you to. I want you to pick the winner here. But let's go ahead and go to Kip. What's your pick for movie year? Is it night? Is it nineteen thirty nine? When we were gone with the wind, still frolicking with the Wizard of Oz. I'm actually. I'm going to go a little more recent. Two thousand fifteen. And oh, I'm going to tell okay, you. I'm out. Yeah. That's no, it. no. Hey, no. Wait, listen me to me. How many Pitch Perfect sequels are in this year? Listen. listen. <laughs> Three of the top 20 highest grossing domestic films of all time. Four of the top 10 highest grossing films no! worldwide. Absolutely not. Yes. And a successful reboot featuring Chris Pratt with Velociraptors. David, no! if you would. That's, that's it. George's that's it. Turn this podcast <laughs> off. That's the new the, name. It's called Turn This. made a new dinosaur. Yeah, it's uh, kind of what we do here. The exhibit opens to the public in three weeks. Mr. Mizrani wanted me to consult with you. You want to consult here or in my bungalow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. We had George, why are you man, sweating? Listen, we have a James Bond release specter. Yeah, there are probably so many students that get into Juilliard now doing that same Chris Pratt monologue. We had Mindless Action. We had Fast and Furious 7. Oh, the, oh, is that the one where the sub comes out of the ice and flies through the air and right. karate kicks the dog? Sorry, we had an Avengers movie, Avengers Age of Ultron. We had the third best action series of all time, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation. That's the, the first good movie The last mentioned. Hunger Games movie, an original I, thoughtful comedic drama not only for Best Picture, The Martian. We had the first Disney live action based on an animated film, Cinderella's. We had fun comedies like Trainwreck, Daddy's Home, and this one... No, no. Yes. Don't, oh God, don't. don't. Yes. I got my ticket for the long Pitch way. Perfect 2. Two by the whiskey for the way. Oh, yeah. And I sure would like Anna. some sweet company. And I'm leaving tomorrow. Look. What do you say? We had an Don't underrated. Don't fuck yourself. <laughs> When you go fuck yourself. We have an we had Ant Man came out, Buck. Ant Man. No, we, not oh Ant Man. Weird movies that you get Shawshank by like pixels. Shut up, it's Adam Sandler. No, pixels. No. It's a George. George. Wow. George, I wish they would make a human centipede out of just you. We had and now Peter Dinklage shoot me down. <laughs> Uh, 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 you and a Velociraptor a and Anna Kendrick and his human centipede. A reboot of Vacation, which was very, very funny. Stop. That, Stop. Wow. <laughs> Donald is the most patient. Oh, my God. I love this song. 
Everybody sing it with me. There used to be a great time We're alone on the sea Did you know that when it snowed Oh, so good. The first biofilm from any music group of consequence of our time growing up, straight out of Compton, a movie that's better than you think, Black Mass, and to me the films that totally rule the school, the Peanuts movie, Inside Out, Minions, a twist on two classics, Creed, and Fury Road, Adam McKay's non-comedy, Comedy the Big Short, Leo's long overdue Oscar the Revenant, and the highest grossing fucking domestic movie of all time, okay, Star all right, Wars all The right, Force all right, Awakens. Calm down. And Endgame is not going to catch that. Listen. What's <laughs> How in and the then, world do you end the Revenant? No, I'm not going to. With... The greatest group of Oscar-dominated best picture films ever. What? Spotlight. Whoa. The Big Short. Max Max, Fury Road, I, The Martian, The Revenant, Those and are not Rome. the greatest. Are, the greatest are you nuts? All. And then we had a few clunkers, Tomorrowland, Fantastic Four, The <laughs> oh, Point. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. But listen, that 2015 is the best. A year. 2015 was a Sorry. year. It came after 14, you, before you 16. Fuck. He basically, like, first of all, I Donald. I made 12 different b- better movies than fucking Top Gun. What? When? What? Shut oh, up, Nick! Lord. What is that? The one where Tom Cruise flew a Velociraptor and, <laughs> and sang shot cups? down and, <laughs> and sang cups while Kylo Ren called and for I'll the. Gi- I'll give you Creed. Yeah. Yeah. And Creed. How do you go with Pitch Perfect I, over I, Creed? First of all, I'm not. I George, said Creed. George. No, but you led with it. Start with Creed. <laughs> no, Creed's one of the great reboots I'm, in movie history. Are we talking about like? Which year made the most money? No. Fuck you, Roberto Benini. Thank you. <laughs> Avengers, Fast and Furious, Jurassic Park, and Mission Impossible in the Hunger Games, and Star Wars all came out in the same year, and you guys were like, fucking George, he's the worst. Uh, pitch perfect. Now, that'll yes. be our, that'll uh, be our next podcast, that. trust me. Yeah. Uh, all you, George, if you rearranged it by saying, like, how about this, like, what, a sequel, an action sequel, and maybe the greatest action franchise since James Bond with Rogue Nation, the reboot of... Two iconic franchises with Creed and The Force Awakens. And Max Matt. And, Matt Max. And, no, Fury Max Road. Matt, you too. Did you guys see Max Matt? All right, so, 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 so the Nick, theater, right now, Nick is saying it differently. He's a little bit of a This douchebag is making, uh, is giving my list. You could have then also said, Credence. like, you could have then also said, Clearwater Revival. <laughs> You're a female Phil Hartman dick. And then you could have said, like, also, the, the reborn Jurassic World, for, you know, Jurassic franchise, and this, that. Instead, it's like, Chris Pratt, oh, and then, you know, Anna Kendrick and the pudding <laughs> Shut I'm up. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, go do your <laughs> shitty list now. <laughs> all right, Kippa, we'll see how that goes. All right. I'm going to go ahead and introduce my list, which puts all of yours to shame, by the way. And, David, if you don't pick this one, I'll be stunned. Because let's face it, fellas, you're... David's afraid to not your, pick 2015 Your picks George are might... pathetic. I'm going to go with 1974. I remember when you saw all those movies before you were born. Wow. <laughs> Angry George is here to stay. Yep. <clears throat> Nick, maybe we can get let's, together let's and go see Karate with, Kid 2 together. Let's start with... Romance. Oh, let's, let's go see in and out together, hold hands, and then sit in the parking lot and feed each other's... Mike and I throw our butthole afterwards. It's inside out, and it was touching. <laughs> wait, wait, the Mike and Ikes were touching? They were touching something. Uh, let's start with Roman, Roman Polanski's Chinatown. America, AFI, one of their 100 greatest films. A lot of film noir, oh, yeah. multi-layered story. Is that the one where the pterodactyls attacked everyone at the Starbucks, bro? 
one of the great non sequiturs of all time. Jake, it's time it's Chinatown. But then also one of the great twist endings of all time. My Tyrannosaurus, my pterodactyl, my Tyrannosaurus. In the world of horror, you had Toby Maguire. Uh, Toby Maguire. Toby, Toby Hooper's. Sorry. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, Spider-Man. Completely redefined horror and mm-hmm. how you film horror. How about Francis Ford Coppola? Comes out with not only the conversation, which I admit is somewhat boring, but he comes out with this gem, which redefined what you can even do in cinema. The history of two generations of crime. The drama of absolute power and the men who violate it. The Godfather, part two. What is your name? Godfather Part 2 is next to impossible. Godfather is no, maybe the greatest film of all time. Then he goes out and makes a movie where he redefines a film. It's a four-hour epic where he basically takes two movies and card shuffles them into one. Right. Absolutely unbelievable Francis Ford Coppola. And maybe the first time we ever saw a sequel that was better than the original. And I know I'm stepping on uh, No kidding. Dangerous right. may, maybe, maybe That's the greatest correct. film of all time. Mel Brooks comes out with two films, Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein, in the same year. Arguably, two, right arguably two of the funniest Born movies from ever the made. fiery pages of the mightiest annals of the West comes the supreme saga in the great tradition of frontier drama. Francis. <laughs> a movie that could never be made. Oh my god, when he goes when he goes, made. Hey, where are the white women at? Excuse me while I whip this out. The sheriff is the, up. The sheriff is near. He says the sheriff's near. The sheriff is near. He says the sheriff is near. Blazing Saddles is one of the great comedies of all time. Fuck, no Ant Man. Completely unappreciated. <laughs> You know, the funny thing is, I saw Mel Brooks doing this great talk back recently on stage, and they asked him to speak to which he thought was the funnier of it, all of his movies made. Was it the producers? Spaceballs, Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein. And he said, uh, you know, I, uh, I think it's Blazing Saddles, but, you know, it's no hit. It's no hit, man. Buck, sidebar, which of the two do you think is funnier? And also, Gary Dorton, I want you to weigh in. I think. Because I wrestle with which. Yeah, it's got to be, be Young Frank. I think it might be Young Frankenstein. I think Blazing Saddles is. Although, the yeah. <laughs> putting on the Ritz scene always makes me cry harder. Uh, uh, <laughs> George uh, Kip is no literally. Uh, <laughs> I think Blazing Saddles. But. Contextually, has to be the funnier, but uh, the two of them. I mean, really, it's history of the world. One A, one B. Because as funny as putting on the Ritz is, the French mistake with Dom DeLuise at the end just overtakes it. You know what I mean? That's that's when you can watch over and over again. It's a tough call. It's like picking what your favorite child is. Yeah. And I'm gonna pick the favorite child. That's the Western with Gene Wilder that is filled with profanity. Hundred percent. Shot in the ass by a 15 year old kid. Uh, okay, so this is the year of the director, though. Excuse me? <laughs> it's from Blazing Saddles. Okay. Shortest. Motherfuck. Mother uh, you also have Steven Spielberg coming out with Sugarland Express. Martin Scorsese, Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Brian De Palma's Phantom of the Paradise. Uh, and how about this? John Carpenter comes out with Dark Star, which, by the way, was the original... Uh, movie script for Alien that they it was a kind of a space comedy that they turned into Alien years later. Really? Yep. Dark Star. Go check it out. Uh, Charles Bronson came out with Death Wish. Are you kidding me right now? Hey, you know what we're gonna How have? About we're gonna have li- for di- liver and spaghetti for dinner. Groceries, man. <laughs> 
Was this supposed to be like an American Clockwork Orange? They tried to take uh, Dirty Harry and turn it up where it was instead of a cop dealing with the. It was the. It was somebody who you wouldn't think would suddenly plot a of a man who decided to clean up the most violent town in the world. And you watch this, and it's almost this was the 1970 or the mid 70s antihero generation version of what like an action movie was. But when you watch it. It is this depressing, slowly paced, meditative piece on and the final on violence the final and vengeance and living kid. living with grief. It's yeah. rough. Oh, it it's is a great, rough. great film and a great entry in one of my favorite genres, which is the revenge movie. It's mm. pure yes. revenge. And the bad guy, a young Jeff Goldblum. Oh, is that that's right. right. Oh, that's right. Wow. And it's so funny that you he see this. He was in Jurassic World, <laughs> part two. He watched it. He turned, it turned his mic off. Thank you. You turned my mic off. <laughs> and, and, and you know what's funny? Too, you see these movies, and all these great 70s movies, Buck, eventually became franchises. This is kind of the start of when the franchise really was born. You see, like, the Death Wish movies, they were so great and so powerful. Oh, absolutely. And then eventually, by the time they get to, like, Death Wish 3 or 4, like, the crackdown, Charles Bronson's in an alley <laughs> with, like, three-fingered three grandmas shooting rockets in, <laughs> into yeah. tanks full of drug dealers. And it's like, all right, you know what? It's still, it's yeah. still entertaining. We're good. We're good. Uh, yeah. You also have, from 1974, the uh, 007 classic, The Man with the Golden Gun, which was the last of the serious Roger Moore uh, James Bond films. They got ridiculous after that and almost killed the franchise. I thought that was The Spy Who Loved Me in 74. Or was that 74? 74 was the, the Man with the Golden Gun. Okay. Christopher Lee, uh, Hervé Villante, the, the, the little guy the from... Plane, uh, the Plane, Villages. The Plane, The Plane. Villages, thank you. Uh, and Britt Eklund. Little person. One of the great Bond women of all time, 1974. The Longest Yard with Burt Reynolds. Are you kidding me? Margot Kidder's Black Christmas. F Pam Greer and Foxy Brown. John Wayne Ooh. attempting to be uh, Dirty Harry in McHugh. And how about the greatest lesbian prison film of all time, Caged Heat, and the greatest <laughs> lesbian vampire movie of all time? Well, also, well, well, maybe people say The Hunger in 1983, <laughs> but I say vampires with a Y. Uh, I mean, listen, 74, okay. I'm sorry, you're real all quick, sunk. Real I mean, quick, what's the name of the lesbian movie? Because <laughs> I'm in. I'll, I'll text you. <laughs> it's called Jurassic Pork. <laughs> um, <laughs> The Jurassic flaps. Why don't you I mean, take, that me, out, take that let out? Let me, let me say, let I'll me raise you in 99. I had Varsity Blues. Oh, wow. man. Oh, man. I don't want your year. It, <laughs> I got to say, now, I'm partial to 74. I'm, I was very emotional about 86, as yeah. I said, because I had the summer of escapism that I needed very much. And it's, it's, it's sentimental, part of, like, you know, my formative growing years. And also, uh, if you wanted to get legit about it, yeah, you know, Platoon won Best Film, and I forgot to mention that. And there were a couple other great ones, but I fell in love with well, movies. Well, technically, that summer. every year somebody wins Best Film. So. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Donald, hey, really listen, uh, hey, listen, Maddie, uh, Ma maybe Maddie won't be back, and neither will you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, it did have Howard the Duck. Uh, however, 1974—that's the year I was born. So you know what? Greatness came around uh, several times oh, that year. So, I mean, oh, 74 is not. I mean, it's kind of the year of a little too much film. A little too much directory for me. <laughs> oh, is wow. that, it's too directorial for you, yeah. though. Yeah, it's, it's it's all right. I mean, that's that's auteur, but that's like American auteurism at its finest, though. 
I mean, think about the, I mean, you've got, that, that's great storytelling. I know it's not at the pace and tempo that movies are told now, but like, think about, you study, right. you revere these guys. Well, how about but, this? But before before, before we go to our mystery guests and figure out exactly what we missed, David, can you please pick a winner out of these four great contenders? The only thing I have to say is why should I get to pick? Perhaps um, myself and the mystery guest could collaborate on the, the winner of this. Do you, do you have a thought, mystery? I, I think uh, mystery guest, um, do you... Would you like to have a moment to collaborate, or do you have have you reached a decision? Because my my only I, thought is all four of these were way way off. Oh. Really? Yeah. But if, See, I, if, I, had a, a if I had a if I had to pick a winner guess. out of this, You're yeah, way off. I'm I'm going with Buck. Woo! I'm sorry if I but but your your choice. You 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 have the way in. I'm just simply Thank the absentee you. ballot. Um, Wait, mystery guess. My, so if I reminded you also that '86 also had Wildcats, Pretty in Pink. Uh, Highlander, because there can be only no, one. Sad. And Police Academy 3? Um, oh, three. Four was the big one. Can I remind you, 99 had the Green Mile, Girl Interrupted, Virgin Suicide. All right. Can I remind you, Donnie didn't do his You mentioned Police Academy, and Michael Winslow's coming out. Um, the uh, mystery guest, much as I appreciate your wisdom, the winner of this contest is... Uh, Drum roll, please. I can't. You know, guys, I didn't mention. This is producer Dave, by the way. I, I, I love that I, Dave's got all the sound effects, and he's like, drum I know, roll, please. I know, and I can't find it. I can't right, find Dave, it. I Dave, Dave, hold on. This is the I've perfect had... time for me to step in and Joy say, to... if you think you need some more convincing, in 1986, we also had Short Circuit. Oh, number five is alive. Well, how about it had a... <laughs> you know, crime, crime is a disease, and I'm the cure. And uh, My Little Pony, the movie. I had oh, plus Rod Deal in Space Camp. <laughs> I had Boondock Saints and the Insider. Oh, you didn't Damn mention it, Boondock Saints. The Insider is such a good movie. Say thank it you. Is such a good movie. David, what's our winner? You're making the, my point. Pitch Perfect too. The winner's Nick Stevens. Oh, that's bullshit. Ah! I just I'm, I'm looking at my notes and uh, running scared. Top Gun, Back ah, to School, so basically Aliens. '86 was just um, um, and you were looking for testosterone. And it, it could and have been the theater. Buck, very strong case. Buck, very strong case is all. Buck, somehow I I, I kind of took a notch down because how old were you in 1974? Uh, that's not what it was. Oh, uh, uh, well, we I'm just oh. saying. That wasn't the uh, oh, argument. Cool. I, I'm sorry, ah, my David, four of the right. top ten highest grossing films worldwide. How, how about this? Well, oh, okay, how old was George in 19, 2015 oh, cool. when he picked uh, some of the crazy crap? He oh, picked. yeah? Well, you crazy know what? Crap. In 1986. George was like 45. And in 1986. Like, I could fat, appreciate a good perfect. film. In 1986, Fat Me went to go see Lee Marvin and Chuck Norris in the Delta Force, and I got such an action so, boner cookie puss came out of so my So basically, 1980, in 1986, oh you were lacking a severe amount of testosterone. And yes. You saw every single movie yes. in the theater. Yes, because I was living at home with my mom and I just wanted to go hang out with my dad and watch action movies. George, your entry did win Miss Congeniality of the movie year contest. So No, the effort. It's just like, no, no, it was the effort was over the top. It, one and it's, I don't want that to go unrecognized. One Crazy <laughs> Summer. Right. Transformers right. the movie. You got the touch. By the way, that is a that is. Don't show that to your kids. That's Nick, a stand by me too, film. David. What stand was your winner? Buck. What? What was your final winner? I I gave it to Nick for his year and only and just because uh, you feel bad about his parents no, and getting divorced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they should have got, got to me a little bit. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. M movies are experiential, and so I just gave you a little bit of a demerit buck on the fact that you weren't actually around to see those movies in the theaters. That's oh. all. That's oh. all. That's hey, I'm I'm just one man. It's just one oh, man's hey, opinion. Hey, buck, real quick. Um, it's a split decision because uh, mystery guess went the other way. 
Uh, and understandably so, and he was around for that and could appreciate it. Uh, but so also, Buck, what's your favorite Donald. sports movie? What's my favorite sports movie? Yeah. Ever? Is it maybe one where uh, like people in Indiana shoot basketballs? Probably Hoosiers, yeah. Oh, yeah? Aww. When did that come out? Oh, God damn it. Ah, 1986. <laughs> and you didn't mention it. You buried the lead, dude. Yeah, you didn't mention Hoosiers? That, Nick? I mentioned I, I went off the ad. I only got to read from the Instagram before, <laughs> oh my God. B- before Jurassic Butt the, the and everyone else decided to savage the, me. The preparation has been subpar. I Let's did mention Black we Mass. we Shawshanked right? by this week. This is rigged. Shawshanked. All right, should I lead off? Wait, wait. Uh, before oh, we on. do that, let's let's we'll edit to edit, back in. We'll have to before edit we that do out that, of the podcast. Jerry, uh, uh, hold on. We'll edit sorry. that out as well. Hi, everybody. I'm Chami DePerel. Let me take a minute to tell you about the Boston Podcast Network. How would you like your own podcast? The Boston Podcast Network can produce one for you. Whether you're a lawyer, financial advisor, business owner, or really any kind of professional, you should have your voice heard through this exciting new medium. A good podcast is more powerful than traditional advertising. If a prospective client hears your podcast through their earbuds, you're already in their head. Literally, pod617.com will help you deliver a message and build relationships. Clients and centers of influence will delight in being a guest on your show. Go to pod617.com to start planning. And in the meantime, listen to the great shows they've already produced. The Irreverent Bitchless Bride Podcast, the hilarious show known as Shawshanked, and the wild trip through the paranormal that is Monsterland. Be part of the pod revolution. Visit pod617.com. In pod, we trust. Hey, uh, Buck, before we get to what we've been Shawshanked by this week, I think our mystery guest would like to chime in with uh, an honorable mention year. If this is 82, I'm going to be pissed. Go ahead. I was going to go with 1939, uh, Wizard of Oz, Gone with the Wind. McIntyre. Yeah. <laughs> Citizen Kane. No, um, you know what? I had a, another year, but um, I can't top pixels and, uh, and, and cups. So, but how about this? Rewatch Pixels. Just, just how about an uh, no, honorable mention? No, go back mention? and time cops. Oh, watch Pixels for the first time. It sounds like you're at a strip club. Yeah. How, how about an honorable mention? Uh, a year with the best you picture winner was one of the all-time most beloved movies, a 95 on Rotten Tomatoes fan rating, and yet is generally considered the one of the biggest rip-offs as a best picture winner. Because it's Forrest Gump, and it beat what's the name of this this podcast? Shawshank. Oh yeah, it beat it beat Shawshanked, and it beat um, Pulp Fiction. Shawshank. And if you're looking for categories of movies, how's this for action films that year? True Lies, Speed, Clear and Present Danger, Stargate. I'm burying Stargate. Yeah, Star- no, but I mean just Stargate as a, again, it, I'm 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 talking about the depth now. How about? Kids movies, animated films. Wasn't How really about that the Lion great. King? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Why don't I why don't I shoot over to comedies? How's this for a Jim Carrey oh, trifecta? Boy. Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, The Mask. Do you want a rom com? I don't do rom coms, but four weddings and a funeral. Chicks will jump in front of a ha- through a hail of bullets to go Notting see Hill. that thing. Okay, it's so much better. How about? After all, I'm just a man standing in front of a podcast asking us to love them. All right, Kim a funeral. And I'm sorry, Forrest Gump is the most overrated movie of all time. Sure, but beloved, absolutely beloved. Okay, how about? Did I mention Room? Art house films with noted for their acting. How about Interview with a Vampire? Quiz Show. John. 
John John Tratoro, like, I was promised a chat show, Jack, a chat show. That box is the biggest thing since Gutenberg invented the Bible, and I'm the biggest thing on it. Sign the paper, Herb. Sign yep. the paper, Herb. Who cares if it's true? if you just want to go into depth in terms of a stupid throwaway uh, sequel, Mighty Ducks 2. DiCaprio wow. uh, had sex with a bear in The Revenant, 2015's Revenant. I wish the bear found you instead. <laughs> <laughs> Consensual, by the way, the bear was able to prove that in court. Uh, that's a very compelling ar- argument, mystery I'm guest. Really <laughs> that is I a very compelling argument. Yeah, 94, is a, 94 is a sneaky good year. We'll call that a sneaky good. Sneaky bigs on that one. Sneaky good. <sighs> All, right, All right, let's let's go ahead. What we've been Should shawshanked we by this week. Sh- sh- shawshanked. All right, guys. Uh, once we are back, uh, which we are. <laughs> <laughs> right on your host game tonight, Buck, huh? Uh, I was. Uh, the, 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 nothing but the best. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Uh, so, guys, what have we been shawshanked by this week? Why don't we start with Kip from my left here? Well, uh, Jerry and I have been in love with this web series for a couple of years now. It's called The Very Special Episode from Funny or Die, where they take deep dives into old sitcoms, very special episodes, the one with Dudley getting touched by the bike guy. Oh. Uh, and they do a comedic spin on Gordon it. Gordon Jump. It's was Gordon Jump, Gordon the, Jump. The, the, the predator? Yeah. yeah uh, There's Webster burning down his house and, uh, and Tom Hanks' and t- Tom Hanks's, uh, Uncle Ned. Check out very special episodes, Funny or Die on YouTube. They are hilarious. Uncle Ned's Uncle Ned's Pantry is going to be the name of my new favorite. Which one did we watch? The Mr. Belvedere where Wesley's friend gets AIDS? <laughs> oh my God. Now, what's so great about it? What's no, so great? That really happens. What's I so swear to God, it, dude, is that having I'm a sixth wa- villain of all time. Having watched a bunch of them from you guys is how quickly they break it down. It's so rapid fire, and it just points out every absurdity, and you just take it in passing. Like, oh yeah, no, that totally makes sense at the time. I completely believed all that. We totally went along yeah. for the ride. Th- there's a, la- there's a laugh. There's a laugh track on the Mr. Belvedere <laughs> episode where the kid has AIDS. It's awful. <laughs> He goes, hey, how you doing, uh, Jimmy? He goes, I'm okay, except for the AIDS I have. <laughs> <laughs> that way, hold on. That's not that's not funny. <laughs> it's amazing. Check out that web series. It's funnier now, I guess. Uh, Nick, uh, I'll just I'll keep it short and sweet. I have a new favorite podcast. That's not Shawshank or anything by Pod Six One Seven. Hey, do you need a podcast delivered for you or recorded professionally anywhere in the Greater New England area? Please visit Pod Six One Seven dot com. Well, I just tried to help. Very um, well. Nicely done, Nick. Thank you. Um, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. It's it, it, we, I, I thought we had reached peak celebrity speaking to celebrity podcasts. We've all heard, we've heard WTF. We've heard many different variations of this celebrity or this person who thinks they're funny has gotten an interesting person, a politician, or another funny person in a room, and they've sat around and kicked the can of what their favorite movies were, what influenced them, or how they became who they are. And for some reason, Conan O'Brien's disarming, smallest yet most intellectual dick in the room style has been able to bring out the best in so many random luminaries, talk show legends, and comedians. I dare you to listen to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend with Bob Newhart or with Bill Hader or my favorite with Martin Short and not decide that this is your new favorite podcast crush. Find a reason to get in the car, drive longer, extend your commute, and love Oh, and he does live reads like nobody's business that yeah. Donald pointed out earlier. Nick, Lo- is he is he getting better with age, Conan yes. O'Brien? Because it's like he, I'd yes. like to, I'd like to see a, a documentary on Conan because he went, remember when he f- was first named uh, late night host? Nineteen ninety three. Yeah, people yeah. like who who is this a guy? writer he from wrote, the Simpsons? Wrote from the Simpsons. I saw his a- third test show live. There you go. 
I saw his third. I honestly, David, I saw his third test show live oh. way back in the summer of '93 or '94, whatever that was, while I was living in New yeah, York City. And it was yeah. awful. Was it was it? terrible. Um, I quit an internship there because it was so unfun. And the guy has turned into like one of my one of my ap- absolute idols. I mentioned a couple episodes ago, Buck, how that co- the Conan, Conan O'Brien Abroad series without on borders. Netflix, Conan, Conan without, without borders. borders. Yeah, you oh. got me hooked on that, Nick. Excellent, oh, excellent, so good. So good. Oh, and there is a documentary about him, by the way. In 2009, that period where he lost the Tonight Show job before, but he went to TNT, it's called Conan O'Brien Can't Stop. And it's about how relentless he was. And he comes across a little and dicky in it. That was bullshit. Great... He had every right to be dicky in that. I thought, I thought so, too. I, I thought so, too. Dicky Roberts came out in 2015. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Mystery <laughs> guess. You got anything for us? Dicky Barrett. Yes. Uh, I just finished reading a book called At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed. It is a it's a parody on romance novels for men set in the old west. I'm reading the sequel now called When Darkness Falls He Doesn't Catch It. <laughs> Two of the funniest books I have ever read in my life. The author is Ross Patterson from the Drinking Bros podcast. Uh, he's been in a couple of movies. He's been in The New Guy. He's been in Accepted. And uh, if you're into some really good quick reading, I would highly highly suggest getting those two books. Fantastic. Uh, not so mystery guest, but Donald, thank you for picking up mystery guest's mantle while he fiddles through his iPhone or recovers from our golfing hangover this weekend. I apologize. No, no. <laughs> David, you got anything for us? Uh, sure, I'll throw one in. So you mentioned, um, well, I think you, me- you might have mentioned in passing the Mark Marin podcast. Uh, the guest on Mark Marin's, if, for those who are fans of that, we're in a podcasting uh, safe zone here. Uh, the guest this. This week was Jamie Denbo, who has a new show out on Lifetime called American Princess. So you should check this out. Jamie is a, f- a friend of mine. I went to summer camp with her. I had a, uh, a huge crush on her, but she was like five years younger than this me. So I at the time, very. I am fucking podcast is this douchebag. Hey, hold on. I'm also I'm also friends with Jamie Denbo. All right. Right. Sorry, sorry. I'm just, she's, she, she's good friends with Jess Chaffin, who's a friend of mine. And sorry, they, I couldn't resist. They I'm did sorry. one of the funniest okay. original comedy podcasts and live shows called Ron, Ron and, and Bev, where they played yeah. Ron, where they played two old Bettys from yeah. the North Shore who sat around. Oh, North Shore Jews. Oh yeah. my God, was the way the best. Are you kidding me? Jamie, yeah. De- yeah. Jamie Denbo's great. How was her yeah, pod she's with uh, Marin? Very good. She uh, tells her whole story. Um, you know, growing up uh, in Swampscott. Uh, only child, and then the whole, and then, but the the sort of punchline of this whole thing is, she took a job that she thought was in acting. It turns out it was with the Renaissance Fair. So if you don't know what that is, it's like you know King Richard's Fair, and you go and you dress up in the whole medieval garb and everything. So for years she's been trying to create a show about this, and she finally has it on Lifetime Channel. It's called American Princess. It's about this woman who is the 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 joke is that the Jewish is silent. She's Jewish American princess, and she uh, on her wedding day she catches her husband getting a blowjob from some random person, breaks off the wedding, wanders into this Renaissance fair, and it's about the whole culture of all these weird people that work at the Renaissance fair. So funny, uh, worth checking out. American Princess. Just uh, you know, talk to your remote and say American Princess. You'll find it. Lifetime Channel, something like that. All right. Thank you for that, David. Thanks uh, Thanks for including me and then mocking me, Buck. I appreciate it. <laughs> and you have the edit control, so I'll leave it there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just mention, there was a movie that I mentioned in my 1974 list called Dark Star. That was the precursor to Alien. Uh, I learned about that from a great book called Shock Value uh, by Jason Zinnemann. Uh It's actually best to be enjoyed in an audio version, in my opinion. Um, but it really talks about the early new horror of 1970s uh, movies, 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Rosemary's Baby, Carrie. Oh, <laughs> God damn you! <laughs> well done, well done. <laughs> well played, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so anyway, if you have a chance, check that out. Uh, but until next time, Nick, where can you find us here on the wonderful Pod 617 Network? In a dumpster behind a dumpster. <laughs> In a, in a what? All you right. can never find well, us right. in a dumper. D- d- dear, dear audience, we apologize for what a hot mess and grease fire this was. Dropped by a helicopter into a landfill of medical waste. It's been a little while, but it was still fun. Stick with us. Thanks for listening. You can find Georgie at the other Pats fan. You can find Donald uh, waiting in line to buy vitamin C IPAs this weekend at the <laughs> brewery. <laughs> Donald, what are you on Twitter? And- at 3324Donald. Uh, I'm at Ahoy Nick Stevens, or for all of your inappropriate in-game sports analysis at Fitzy GFY. And, of course, that over there is Uncle Buck 617. Are you Twitter. at Uncle Buck 617 yes, now? I am. I love Nicely that. done. Ooh, fuck AF. Rolly <laughs> Muscles. <work. laughs> yeah, you know, this, I, still, I still say 86. 74 was compelling. Well, we're all doing better than I Mr. I wasn't Belvedere's there, so why would I know? Not even, <laughs> with AIDS. <laughs> And please, Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, <laughs> and Jerry Thornton, we love you. You have been Shawshanked. Sh- 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 Shawshanked. George, I wish they would make a human centipede out of just you. <laughs> <laughs>